Hello and welcome to Declassified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. <laughs> I crack myself up every time I do that. I don't know why. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, Hill House from International Sensation YouTube channel, Good Games and Good Vibes. And I'm your other host, Josiah from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And we're here to bring it. We're here to bring you some new news, man. Some good stuff. There's a lot of cool things that have happened uh, this week uh, really was kind of a dead news week until uh, the uh, Sony announcement. And we're going to be getting into that. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that came out of that. And there's a lot of actually it surprises me the amount of debate that's coming out for that. So, yeah, and hey, we can just we can just start the show talking about that since that's the newest thing. We really can. can I just, mean, it, yeah, yeah. There's no but, point beating around the bush, <laughs> but we might as well talk um, real quick about because uh, I think you're the only one that played anything new, right? Yeah, um, I played uh, one new game this week, I think, unless I forgot anything else. I played a game called Tell Me Why. Um, it is a brand new game that's with Game Pass. Um, I was actually looking forward to this game since it was first announced in at the November last year's Xbox Showcase. Um, the one where we actually got the Series X announced. Yeah, I remember um, this you uh, game was, talking about it. Yeah, this game was actually announced because it was uh, it's developed by um, Don't Nod that made uh, Life is Strange and um, basically Life is Strange. <laughs> they made the Life is Strange game, so this is a new game from that same developer. Which was critically and, uh, acclaimed also, wasn't it? Yeah, they're all... They're all pretty well acclaimed, except for, you know, the prequel to Life is Strange, which I also don't really enjoy. Uh, That was the only one that's kind of panned. But I think Life is Strange is a really good game with really good um, storytelling and core game concepts. And I thought the sequel that just came out about a year and a half ago um, was very impressive for how much it did. I thought it was a very impressive sequel that decided to hardly have anything to do with the original game. Um, And now this game, you could tell it's from the same developers. It has the same type of feeling to it. But it is the first game that's not published by Square Enix. It's actually published by Xbox Game Studios. So I don't know if there's a long-term contract with them or if this is just a one-time release, but it's really cool to have it free on launch with game pass because xbox swooped in and you know is publishing the game so don't not is a really good developer <laughs> to have on their side if they do have them um and the thing to note from this game is um even early press releases they were basically saying that this is the first like um triple a title video game where the protagonist is a transgender character so that's like a really big step in game development as far as being inclusive you know and oh yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's going to turn off a lot of people but at the same time i think don't nod is the perfect um developer to handle something like this in the sense that their characters always feel really real and it doesn't feel hammered in. So this is one of those things where immediately when you start playing it, you already care for every single character because they're writing them so well 
And I think this is, I think this is a game that's really important in the sense that if people give it a chance, I think it'll open their eyes to all these new angles of thinking. And it really does show how people treat um, transgender people. There's a lot of reactions yeah. by other characters. And when you're playing the character that has to deal with people's reactions, you know, throughout uh -huh. their whole life, you have to make choices on basically if you're going to answer them like civilly <laughs> or if you're going to be like really rude to them because or you're tired, you're tired of, tired of, of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's that that basically you're fixed with your uh, your um, you're faced with that 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 common problem of how how do you react to it once you've heard it a million freaking times? I could only imagine. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, it that you just. Yeah. That you're just, so, you so just what, get irritated. Yeah. So the core gameplay is to not make the game entirely about it's not entirely about you being transgender. The actual yeah, 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 yeah. coreness to the game is that you play as two twins. Uh, one of them is transgender, the other one yeah. is your sister. So it's a brother and a sister, and they were born twins. They're still twins, but they have connections where they can like talk to each other through their heads and um, some other stuff. That I won't spoil, but at the same sense, I haven't finished the first episode yet. But I'm enjoying it so far. It reminds me a lot of Life is Strange. It's um, it's it throws a couple of new tricks into it, but nothing like super surprising. It's just these games are really cool to just chill out to. Like when I think about these games, they're a real um, comforting game to play. Because <laughs> whenever I'm about to play a Don't Nod game, I'm just like, I know I'm in for something that's like entertaining and it's also going to be really good storytelling so it's a really good game so far um unlike other don't nod games um it is all being released i believe at once i could be wrong um or it's being released in bigger patches because i read somewhere that they had complaints that their episodes would be too far apart so fans didn't like that so they released the first three episodes there may only be three episodes. I'm not sure about this, but three episodes released at launch in Game Pass. So either it's the whole game or it's a larger chunk of the game. I'm not sure. Um, for example, uh, the original Life is Strange, I believe, is five episodes. Um, Before the Storm was three episodes. Life is Strange 2 was five episodes. So if this is three, then that would make sense. But if it's like six, I you know I wouldn't care. That would also be good. But um, I'm going to continue playing it. But so far, I'm enjoying it a lot. No, dude. And I, I was I was reading about this game. And, you know, just based on what you've told me, it, it makes it even more interesting than what I was reading before, because I actually considered playing it, even though it's, you know, as you well know, it's not the kind of game that I play. I'm not really into those story driven kind of games. I'm more of a, you know, uh, you know, I need quick bright colors to keep my attention you know what i mean so right <laughs> yeah. now I, it's i really shouldn't say i really that makes me sound pretty stupid but at the same time you know <laughs> it is true so uh i'm sorry i was also looking at the scott pilgrim complete edition when you um uh when you were talking about uh that game uh earlier which has a lot of bright colors yeah yes yes um but uh anyway no the game is it definitely sounds very interesting i think this game is going to get a lot of uh i i think this game is going to win a lot of awards 
Um, I really do because uh, it does look beautiful. It is a great looking game and uh, everything that I've seen about it, uh, the videos that I've seen so far and everything else, everybody loves the story. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, talk about a home run, you know, with this kind of a game. It's just, yeah. But I, I doubt if I'll ever play it. I do enjoy watching other people do it. So it yeah. is what it is. And they, but it does look like a great game. I, I don't want to say they were careful not to step on people's toes, but yeah. they were um, they were intelligent enough <laughs> to make sure that they were using... There's like a disclaimer at the beginning of the game that says that they used... Um, they took advice and uh, story. Um, they ran the story by story choices by real transgender people to make sure that they weren't being offensive or the things that they were doing were actually, you know, something that they but related with. Yeah. And at the same time, the actual voice actor for the character is actually a tra- transgender man. <laughs> so, um, so it's like, um, they, it wasn't that they were being careful. It was that they were actually, what's the word? They were actually being respectful is the word. And yeah. they were making sure that they were making a game that wasn't going to piss off a bunch of people, you know, because they knew what they were doing was going to be monumental in the sense of it was a big step for not just them as a company, but for gaming in general. And I think they wanted to make sure that that step wasn't as clumsy as other first steps in media have been. <laughs> so they were wanting to make sure that they did the first step right. So I, I think that's really cool. So right on. Yeah. And uh, forgive me if I said any terminology wrong, because I always feel like I'm less educated than other people on subjects like this. And I feel like I may have just said a bunch of words that people are rolling their eyes at. But um, yeah, and it, <laughs> I, I guess you know, I'll and I hope that. that's not I hope that's not the case, because, you know, obviously, you know, um, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, everybody who listens to this show is is. You know, that's the way gamers are right now, I honestly think, is is that uh, we're all somewhat, you know, relatively intelligent. We know what we're saying and we know what we mean and you know what I'm saying? And I doubt very much that anybody's going to get offended by the fact that you're trying to explain something. And if you say something wrong, you know, it's not like you mean it, dude. Right. You're and like, the game you're points like the, out things like that. There's conversations yeah, where they yeah. point out stuff like that and you're just like, okay, well. I mean, by the end of me playing the game, I might learn something. So, <laughs> See, and I'm all about that kind of stuff starting a conversation, man. I'm all about that kind of stuff starting, you know, some sort of dialogue. I just don't like it when, okay, if you, here's, here's my tip. Okay, here's my piece of advice on all that stuff, because I love just talking about this kind of thing and, or anything in general, and just having a, a genuine conversation without getting, you know, pissed off, offended, upset, whatever it may be. Right. I, I just want to have a normal conversation about it and that's it. And I'm not going to get right. pissed off at you because you may think a, a different way than I do. But I, I, what I want to see is that, look, if this bothers you or if something bothers you that somebody says, or, you know, and it's really not that big of a deal. You just think that, Hey, you know, you can educate them a little bit, then yeah, do the educating, but don't come across as some snide, you hurt my feelings. You owe me something kind of person, because I'm telling you what, that's what causes a lot of the freaking problems is when we let it get, you know, up our ass that we get so pissed off about something and we come at somebody and we say, Hey, you know, do you understand that that offense? No, just say, Hey, you know, just so you know, you know, this is what people actually want people to say. 
You know, you come across as a nice person and you're just actually explaining something. People are more receptive to that. I just, I, I, I just believe that that kind of thing, man, if we could all just talk to each other like that, then we would understand things. And that's why I like the purpose of some of these games is they bring up the conversation. They bring up the subject in a way that shows people that, Hey, you can talk about it without, you know, going crazy. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Yeah. I anyway. No, I totally hear you. And I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's good that it at least, the thing is the game is for everyone. The game is uh, available to anyone exactly. that wants to play it. So, exactly. I mean, it isn't like you're not allowed to consume the media. So if yes. you're allowed to consume the media, it means you're allowed to participate in the conversation. So well, I, I think that's really too, important. It, yeah, and it brings up the subject of transgender issues without without an agenda. Does that make sense? It doesn't yeah. feel like it's pushing an agenda on you. It just feels like it's bringing up the conversation. It's mm-hmm. telling a story and it's saying, hey, and it's and it's bringing up some valid questions that are making people think. So I, I think it's I think it's a good thing. It's a great way that they've done it from everything that I've seen. Yeah, it's a great way that right. they've made it happen. So, yeah. Anyway, cool. And uh, that was you the first go ahead and half hour about- of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go ahead and talk about the PlayStation announcements? We could just start off with that before we hit all the little small news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, big, the big thing yesterday, and uh, maybe we can throw in some fanfare in there or something. But uh, talking about the uh, the PlayStation announcement, um, what what happened yesterday is Sony came out and they showed uh, several of the uh, in the uh, 2020 showcase, and they showed their um, several of the different games that were coming out uh, uh, and the prices of the consoles, and I think that was probably the um, the uh, biggest part of it was people wanting I think that was to see the whole purpose of the showcase was the prices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think people wanted to see what, the, what the uh, uh, prices and um, uh, uh, the specs of these things were going to be because people wanted to see if it was going to be able to put up a fight against Microsoft. And, you know, of course the whole thing is that it, uh, it did cause a lot of debate a lot of questions and um, uh, the console war is officially on, man. It's um, it's going to be happening. PlayStation five at launch is going to be four ninety nine ninety nine, and the uh, PlayStation five that's with the disc and the PlayStation five digital edition is three ninety nine ninety nine. And I think one of the biggest things that we can start on, uh, let's start with the price, man. Um, I know that you are actually pretty adamant and passionate about the fact that they are going up a hundred or I'm sorry. Yeah. A hundred dollars for a disc drive for a disc drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the three nine. So here, here's the thing is all four consoles that are going to be available on November 12th. All are being sold at a loss. I think all of these consoles are taking a loss to be sold at these ridiculously low prices Everyone was speculating multiple hundreds of dollars higher. On yes. top of that, um, not only do I think the 499 is a loss for the PlayStation 5, but the 399 is a huge loss because everyone knows that a disk drive, even a Blu-ray drive, is not worth $100. And um, especially if you're getting them in bulk, and especially if you're manufacturing them in bulk, it's not that big of an issue. Um, 
it's almost as it's one of two things. Either they are cutting the hundred dollars off because they want this generation to go all digital very quickly. So they're trying to encourage the sales of the all digital one, which is fine. I think that's where things are going to go. Um, or they are trying to get that three ninety nine as close as they can to the Xbox Series S's price of two ninety nine. Basically, trying to tempt anyone that is like, "Hey, look, I'm going to save two hundred dollars and get the Xbox Series S because you know, at least I can play next gen games and it'll be two hundred dollars less." It's like the three ninety nine is there just to tempt those people to be like, "Hey, only a hundred dollars more, you can have a PlayStation." But at the same yeah. time, it it is you know a hundred dollars more. That two ninety nine is so ridiculously cheap on the one S. Um, we can go into that more later. But I think yeah. that starting right now with the four prices we know, they're all so cheap. And um, they really are. They really are. I, even the PlayStation crazy. has surprised me with its price. You know, did I expect around a five hundred dollar price with PlayStation? Yeah, I did. But for the first model. I honestly expected it. Right. For the first I thought model. it was going to be 500 and 600. And that may have been what oh, they yeah. planned. And I oh, think yeah. after the Xbox announcement, they cut some prices. And uh, yeah, I think I think they're going to lose a lot on the systems. But, you know, they know they can make it up in game sales. But um, yes, it, it's crazy. But, I don't think we expected honestly, this competitive of a pricing. Speaking of the pricing, though, but honestly, um, uh, you know, November 10th is what Microsoft is saying. That's another thing that we need to bring up too is the, uh, the dates, because I think those are going to change a little bit, especially with what Sony announced. However, uh, with the series S being two ninety nine, I think that I've actually discovered why it's that cheap. And it, 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 it makes sense to me that it is that cheap. You and I have discussed how, if you look at the series S, it looks like a refurbished model of the, uh, the, the Xbox. S. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. just so this is one of the things that I was looking at. I'm looking at it and the case looks like it's almost the same size. Uh, that's just judging it by the eye. I could, I, you know, who knows? It could be. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. But so I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, OK, what if these guys were able to save on the case and just reuse an old case that they used to? They just recolored it, you know? Okay, there's some money that they saved right there. But right. uh you know, basically from what I understand is and this is one of the things that people were talking about is that the the new uh Series S is not an upgrade. Uh it's the same as the 1X. Well, technically it's really not. Um now the Xbox 1X it, it it is more powerful. It looks like it on paper because it has more RAM and it still has a beefier uh, GPU. But um, the One X was uh, uh, it had the uh, Jaguar CPU, and that was the same one that that uh, won out in uh, with the Xbox One base unit. So the mm -hmm. Xbox One X really wasn't an upgrade because it's, you know, it had a beefier GPU, but the CPU just it couldn't it couldn't push the power that it did. So basically what they've done with this one is that they've uh, they've, you know, beefed up the uh, the CPU on the new Xbox 
uh, Series S. So this thing is more powerful because it will be able to do, uh, it does boost the games up to 60 frames per second. Um, it, uh, uh, you're going to see the, um, the ray tracing uh, capabilities, uh, the the shadowing capabilities, uh, the all the uh, the highlights that are available on the uh, the uh, GPU architecture. So you're going to be able to see all that stuff. So basically, the dynamic lighting, all that stuff, all the next gen effects, you're going to be able to see on the new Xbox because of the fact that they've basically upgraded the CPU, and that's all they've really done. So to me, that makes sense because. If all you've done is upgraded the CPU and you've managed to go ahead and reuse an old case, just recolored it, you basically, I don't think they're going to really lose any money on these. I think this was well planned, to be honest with you. I mean, does that yeah, make sense? Of, because that's yeah, all they've does. done is upgraded the CPU. That's all they've done on the Xbox One S. I mean, yes, there's, you know, you have the teraflops. There's only four teraflops. So it's not as big as the as the big one with twelve, but still, mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy. It's still man. a lot. Yeah, a five twelve um, gigabyte SSD. I mean, for two ninety nine, I really think you're getting what it's worth. I really yeah. do. I think they're still going to make a little bit of money on these. I, I think they planned this out very well. I could be wrong, but we'll have to see uh, the papers after you know after the first uh, the first quarter to see what it looks like. Yeah, so let's talk old news. Let's talk about the Xbox's comparisons between the two series. Um, the $200 difference is a massive difference in price. Um, oh, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are on board with the $300 Series S's capabilities um, for its price level. Because for starters, you can go to the store right now and pay $299 for an Xbox One S or a PlayStation 4. <laughs> um, those have not come down even with these announcements. Um, we're talking about a next generation, like leaps and bounds better console that's considered entry level, quotations. <laughs> and it's um, it's the same price as something you can buy on the store in the store right now. And that's crazy. Um, and to address, so it has two less gigabytes of memory. Um, but it's still better than the One X. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that it's still better than the One X on, um, especially its resolution. Um, I'm sorry, it's um, it's frames per second. It has 120 frames per second. Um, it's not 4K, but a lot of people don't care about that as long as it hits 1440. It can do a lot of good monitors. It's not really that bad. Um but the main thing that I'm really excited about on the two new Xboxes is this internal expansion card. Have you seen this? They both have no, a I one haven't. terabyte expansion card for storage. And I think that is really cool. Um, so you can, so the thing that all the PlayStations and Xboxes have in common is they all support a uh, USB hard disk drive support. But the, Xboxes support one terabyte expansion cards that are going to be made by Seagate. They're solid state drives. So that is awesome. That means you can buy this Series S and then push in this Seagate um, one terabyte solid state drive inside of it. And you don't have to worry about it running slower or, you know, uh, dying on you or anything. 
is going to give you 1.5 yeah. uh, terabytes, basically. And that's awesome. Same cannot be said about the PlayStation. The PlayStation, I think it's one of the biggest knocks against the PlayStation right now is the fact that both of their uh, offerings are only 825 gigabytes of solid state storage. It's a really random number, and I'm really hoping that they're one terabytes and they're saying that, uh, you know, 175 gigabytes are being used for, you know, internal things. But if they're actually 825, then you're probably only going to be able to use about 600 of that. And then that's really scary. On top of that, the PlayStations only support external hard disk drives. So I think that's a big knock on the PlayStation. I know they're trying to say that the system is going to be way more efficient with its storage and what it does. But that's thinking really small. Because if you're trying to make a console that lasts for a generation, yes, not allowing it to have a, at least a terabyte at launch is basically saying that you want people to buy a new one in just a couple of years. So I'm very surprised that they went with such a small solid state drive, um, especially since Xbox's Series X has a one terabyte, which is larger, and both Xboxes support internal even though they're licensed and you have to buy first party. <laughs> um, I don't know the prices on them, but it still offers the ability to add solid state storage up to a terabyte. So that's crazy. So if you got a S- Series X, you could add a terabyte to that and get it two terabytes of solid state storage. And that's awesome. Um, I yeah, think that is the awesome. biggest... I think that's the biggest thing for the series X and S besides, you know, if we're not talking game exclusives, if we're just talking hardware, I think the, the pricing of the series S is unbeatable. And the fact that series X and S both have the internal solid state drive support is amazing. Um, obviously my opinion on the PlayStation is the biggest thing that's going for the PlayStation is the controller because you know that that controller is worth a lot in the system they put a lot of work in these controllers Um, yeah so that's another thing where i'm surprised the price of the playstation 5 so much because those controllers feel like they're like 80 to 100 dollars. you know well here's Um, the thing too with that is that i'm wondering and this is a question that i've been asking myself for the last few weeks uh looking at the stories about both of these uh uh consoles is did they put all their eggs into one basket you know what i mean did they put too much work into the consoles and not think about, because one of the things that I'm still worried about with the PlayStation and I'm not so worried about it for myself. Cause I honestly, I'm not going to buy one until the price comes down. Um, I can deal with the Xbox, but uh, you know, the price comes down maybe a hundred bucks on a PlayStation. Then I'll, I'll probably buy one. But one of the things that I'm concerned with that I'm, that I'm, that I want to see what happens is the heat with the PlayStation because that's always been a problem and have they solved their issue, you know, cause we haven't heard a lot since the, uh, the patent design for the heat sink came out. Now we haven't heard a lot about it because on paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it looks like it should do what it's supposed to do, but on paper, it's always looked like it can do what it's supposed to do. It always has looked right. And it's like, once it starts up, they get it going couple hours later, are you going to hear a freight train coming out of your uh, PlayStation 
or are you right. going to or is it just going to be a whisper and you're just going to have hours and hours and hours of gaming time? Because technically, that's really how it should be. That is how it should be, is you should not have to worry about it. You should be able to just play it. But, yeah, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with it, man, because that has been like their kryptonite for a long time. Is there heat problems? Now, I have not. I, I could be wrong about this. I could be wrong that they've already released this information. But remember, I was talking about I was surprised that the disk drive for the all digital yeah. was a $100 discount. Yeah. What if it also didn't come with a controller? Wait, what? What if it didn't come with a controller? What if the PlayStation 5 all digital didn't come with a controller? The controller is, is um, announced to be sixty nine ninety nine. Okay, um, but but the the low end is three ninety nine, right? Yeah, if it has a seventy dollar controller in it, then they're they're acting like that system's only worth two hundred and thirty dollars. Well, uh, you know, uh, is that right? Yeah, no, three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, um, that's in- insane. And um, yeah, ah, no, I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they've officially announced that either one is coming with a controller packaged in. That could Dude. be the way that they're cutting prices. Maybe they're not going to come with controllers. There will be a lot of uh, pissed off people not wanting to buy them, dude. They'll be like, wait a minute. Why? Why would it not come with a controller? Because that would, I could see, see it coming with one, you know, especially if the controllers are that expensive. But I don't think they have I to would anymore. Be- I don't think the Xboxes have to either because both. The PlayStation 5 and the Xbox see that you can use old controllers. I think they don't have to come with controllers anymore. Oh, because they're all USB and wireless. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. That's right. Because I can have just use an old too. controller. Ah, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, now I understand. I'm being stupid. Th- this could be how they're trying to co- cut costs. And uh, yeah, okay, it'd be okay, interesting which versions come with controllers. If they all come with controllers, then wow, that's amazing. But um, I could see the PlayStation packaging the controllers yeah that makes sense and yeah that makes sense because if you want one of the new controllers why not just sell them separately you're you're gonna yeah. make that's where you're gonna make your money what what i see happening since the controller is 70 dollars um what i see happening is if they didn't package it with it which yeah. i could be you know wrong they could be packaging with it you know without a doubt but if they didn't i could see them making a four of you know a five hundred and fifty dollar bundle at Best Buy or Walmart and calling oh, it yeah. an exclusive bundle that you're basically getting a controller for fifty bucks. I can see that happening. Promotions, oh yeah, where it throws it in, but that could be how they're initially cutting costs for headlines. You know, uh, just something to look out for. Um, and not just PlayStation, Xbox could be doing it too. Uh, that Series S may not come with a controller because. Um, Think about it. It's a 299 console and it comes with a $60 controller. <laughs> that's insane. You know, uh, that's them saying that it only costs $240 for the brand new console. So that that's crazy. That makes sense, though. That makes sense. You have any other opinions? I have one more thing that I'm going to pull up, but you can talk about something real quick. You know, one of the things, too, dude, uh, with the uh, with that 299 price also that I just noticed. Mm-hmm. is that uh so it basically all you're getting is a cpu upgrade but there's also that ssd which is 40 times faster than the hard drive on the xbox one x so i mean mm-hmm. th- you are getting uh a bit of an upgrade i mean if you think about it, it it's 
basically they're saying the 299 price is because uh this is a way to enjoy uh, the 1080 games at a faster speed, etc. that may not have a 4K TV yet. This is for people that don't give a shit about, you know, uh, picture quality because they may not have that, but they do care about performance. So you're getting a super powerful performing Xbox that, yeah, you may not have a 4K TV yet, but so what? It still looks great and it's it's crisp as hell as far as performance. So that's basically what you're paying for with the 299 is you're paying for a powerful uh a powerful uh 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 fast unit rather than the uh the graphics out of it. Right. Um so the last thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that the pricing is even better for the series um S and the Series X, if you choose to finance it. Usually yes. when you finance something, it's more expensive because you're choosing to pay it off over time. But if you're already an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you pay $15 a month for Game Pass on your PC and your Xbox. So that's something I do, so I'm already used to that. Um, but for $24.99 a month, you can get the Series S with Game Pass Ultimate for 24 months, you, it takes you to pay it off. So oh, wow. if you if you do that math, it's um, 15 of those $25 are Game Pass. So it's $10 a month for a Series S for 24 months. That's $240 for a $299 console. You actually yeah. save $60 financing it. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> um, that is a great deal. That That is crazy. And I think that may be the way to go for people who may for for people who may not um prefer Xbox, yeah, but they want to see what Game Pass is about. Personally, yeah. I feel like Game Pass is the selling point for Xbox. Uh in fact, my my mindset when I'm thinking about buying a new Xbox is I'm buying a new Game Pass system. I'm not thinking Xbox. I'm thinking I'm buying a new system to play Game Pass on, and this is just not a PC. This is a system to go in like a living room, and that's fine. I think that's fine for what it is, and I think that's their whole business model, and whatever it is, it's working on me. <laughs> um, in the same sense, you can get the Series X finance for $35 a month. It's not as much of a savings, but if you take the $15 off, it's $20 a month for the Series X for 24 months, which comes out to $480. So you save $20 just financing the Series X. But the saving $60 on the Series S is really insane. <laughs> it's really funny that financing the Series S saves you so much money. It makes that system yeah, $240. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna talk to my <laughs> wife about that shit tonight. So yeah, he makes it $240 and it comes with a $60 controller, essentially making it a $180 upgrade. <laughs> and let me go ahead and talk about this while I'm doing math like this. Um, right now, I was going to mention this later, but right now GameStop is offering cash for systems if you trade them in. And it's something like you get, I believe, $150 for a 1S if you trade it in. 
and you get $100 for the original Xbox One VCR, like the one that can barely run anything yeah, on the Xbox yeah. right now. So if you still have one of those, they're giving $100 for them, which is crazy for I'd trade-ins. Mine, though. <laughs> the funniest part about the trade-ins is I'm not sure if this I'm not sure if you can compound this. But I do know that the financing um, Xboxes is something that is actually going to be picked up by GameStop. So the GameStop is going to offer the same thing that Microsoft is offering on their website. And it's going to be like oh, a, wow. a companion awesome. thing with it. So if you want to finance a Xbox Series S or X, you can actually do that at a GameStop. And I'm now wondering whether they would also take your trade-in credit for a financed one. <laughs> then oh, wow, essentially yeah. you're getting a Series S for like, you know, eighty to thirty dollars, <laughs> depending that's on what insane. you're trading in. It, that's, that's just insane. insane, you know. But um yeah, so just go look at the math and it's it's insane. And I feel like there's a lot more deals with the Xbox than there is for the PlayStation, and I'm just more interested in What's what the PlayStation is actually going to look like at launch? I'm really wondering if it's coming with a controller. I I could be stupid and they already said it was, but I'm curious because that seems like a intelligent thing to cut off, you know. See, and that's one of the things too is that, uh, you know, you look at some of the pictures, right? Um, some pictures are with a controller and some are without, and I think they are showing the the the, uh. I think they're trying I, to be I, transparent about it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's <laughs> the big one. There, I think it's the big one that's coming with the controller because I don't think it's the small version that is. Yeah, I think the small one. I don't think it's coming with the controller. I think that's how they're yeah. cutting the price. I think in their heads, the disc drive is thirty dollars and the controller is seventy, so they can discount a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think that's what they're really doing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me because because the four ninety nine price makes sense if you if you think that the disc drive is thirty dollars and that the you know controller would be sixty seventy bucks. That makes sense because yeah, yeah yeah I can see that I can see that yeah because because you're gonna make money off the small ones if you don't include a controller and then you have them just buy one later on because you know that most people are gonna buy a brand new controller because they want one of them damn stormtroopers. You know, so right. they're going to they're going to have that and they're going to do their thing. You know, so, yeah, you're going to make money. But that now it makes a little more sense. Now it makes a little more sense to where they're not actually going to lose on these. Not in the long run. They may right. at first, but not in the long run. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sneaky. Bastards. So. So let, let me let me try to say what I was going to say at the end. It's just that I originally thought it was going to be $600 for the PlayStation 5 and I thought 550 for the all digital was what I was thinking. Um I think their new pricing is 100% because of the Series S's price. I think they had to scramble and at least match the Series X with their large console and then their closest thing that they could get to the 299 was um the disk drive and i i think they're not going to give it a controller i think they're taking the controller out to just yep. make it $100 cheaper because yep. i think if it was 50 they would be afraid that that uh 299 would still be too tempting cuz i think they're trying to not lose the cheap customers 
because right they, now mm-hmm. go go ahead because right now with the 299 the 299 is competitively priced with the switch <laughs> the yes. only way to get a cheaper console is to get the switch that doesn't dock to get the switch light but to play games on your tv the 1s and the switch are the cheapest you know triple a game consoles you know yeah you're right you're absolutely right yeah absolutely one's, right one's not even released yet <laughs> And it makes sense. So it makes sense about the controller thing, because if you think about it, a a lot of people, a lot of people have already upgraded to the elite Two. a lot have. And and even then you can go into a Walmart and get a decent wireless or wide wired controller from anywhere from fifty nine to seventy nine dollars. So you can get really good controllers still that are, are, you know, compatible with some of the high end controllers that are out there that are still usable with these new consoles. So they're, they're going to have a flood of, you know, you know, you get a new console, so you might as well get a new controller, that kind of thing going on. And yeah, they're going to make their, yeah, good, smart decision, dude. This makes so much sense now, as far as the pricing, they're going to kill it with that two ninety nine though. I, I'm just telling you right now, Xbox is going to crush it. Now I will warn you, if you do go on to the Microsoft financing section for the Xboxes, they are still making the Xbox One S. Um, yes. So don't do that one. That one is $22.99 a month. It's only $2 cheaper a month yes. than the Series S. So yeah, be careful not Series to do S. that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For only $2 more, you can get a brand new next-gen console. So, and uh, that's on the Microsoft there. Store, right? Yeah. If you go to the store and go to, I think it's called Xbox All Access. And yeah. you can finance your uh, Xbox. Pretty crazy. Oh, dude, dude, dude. I'm so doing that when Kiki gets home. It's so done. <laughs> so done. I think it's a smart decision, especially for someone who plans on buying both consoles. If yes. you know that you're going to have to buy the PlayStation with you know upfront money, uh, financing yes. the Series S or X is a really good choice for someone who just you know already plans on having both. I think well, it's the a good smart thing decision. too. And- And I think that, you know, to be honest with you, and people are like, okay, you know, they're probably going to ask, well, why do you guys need all these consoles and whatnot? Well, I honestly think that it would be us to have (laughs) it would. Well, it would help us to have the PlayStation, the Xbox and the Switch. Uh, We already have PCs. And the reason why is because that way we could give you the best, most informed news and information that we have on those particular (laughs) subjects. So I'm just saying Sony, Microsoft, um, Alienware, uh, Nintendo, if you guys want to send us some of those things so that we can give accurate news and descriptions on the games that you also send us to go along with those, we would love to go ahead and report (laughs) on that. So I'm just saying. I almost gave my address in the show, and that's probably not a good idea. But yeah, uh, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening, um, yeah, send us some shit. Yeah, yeah just uh, if you need our address, just uh, send us a private message on our Twitter, and uh, we'll send you. We'll send you some, <laughs> some creepy fucker. Hey, hey, uh, hey you want a PlayStation? <laughs> this is the president of Nintendo. Uh, if you do that voice, I don't think you're going to get anything from Nintendo. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm just saying that, you know, some internet creep is going to try to play the the uh, 
the uh, president of Nintendo, which I think is completely rude and disrespectful. Because oh, okay. I'm sure that the president yeah, of Nintendo is, is an outstanding very uncalled for. individual. Yeah. Yes, very uncalled for. But anyway, okay, so <laughs> console war is on, baby. This is going to be a good one. And uh, I'm predicting it right now. I'm going to call it right now. It's going to be Microsoft for the win. <laughs> Game Pass is really the thing that's really pushing them. Um Game Pass is the strongest thing they have. And I think if anyone ever tries yes. Game Pass, they'll get addicted. It's one yes. of those things where you may think it's not worth the system, but man, is it is it awesome? I, Game Pass I have is great. found it. <laughs> I actually wanted to get rid of it when I first got it. And the reason why is I was like, okay, I'm not going to play. I, I don't have time to look at all these games. Well, yes, yes, you do have time. You got five minutes to sit down, right? Let if, me tell you something. This uh, over the year and a half that I've had Game Pass, it's 100% worth it because uh, I play several of those games on PC rather than console. And that's the right. that's the cool thing about it is that there are so many that they have available for PC and they're adding more all the time with these uh, integrations with these um, these uh, developing companies. So mm -hmm. I'm telling you, man, it is worth it 100 percent. The uh, thing is, uh, Josiah is not lying. It is so worth it. <laughs> rewind, rewind um, five years ago. Um, if Steam offered a service where you got like a hundred demos to uh, Steam titles in their library for like $10 a month and they were not even full games, people would jump on that. They'd be like, oh, yeah. sweet, $10 a month to try a bunch of games. And that's just a um, demo. Yeah, and they would pay for that for demos. And Game Pass allows you to play the entire games. <laughs> so, like, think of it as if you just want to just dabble in other games than you normally play, it is worth just having the subscription to try a new game without having to buy it, you know? And uh, the only way you lose that, the game is if they take it off. That's the right. only way you lose the game is if they take it off, and they rarely do that. Rarely. Right. If you compare how many times you've bought a $60 game that you didn't enjoy versus, um, you know, paying $10 a month, essentially $120 a year, which is the price of two games, um, yeah. to try tons of games. And if you're disappointed, you just do a different game. It's really yep. not that hard. <laughs> and the thing so is, I, you'll I really end think up it's straightforward. You'll end up with 20, 30 games that you love and five or six that you don't. So yeah. it is so the it, weighing the pros and cons of it. It is it is one hundred percent worth it. It is the thing that they have going for them. You're absolutely right. They have uh, crushed it with this uh, Game Pass and Ultimate. I I'm just going to tell you, Ultimate is the only way to go if you are a PC and a console gamer. That's going to be the same thing with the uh, Sony. Uh, what is it? Sony Play. Sony plays. Uh, you play whatever they call it. That's not you play. Uh, oh. That's uh, that's Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Um, it's called uh, oh, God damn it. It's not PS Plus. It's like it's like PS Play or something. I don't know. Yeah, they changed like the name of PlayStation it Play or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But anyway, that's going to be the same kind of thing. And I think they're going to have a comparable price of like nine ninety nine or something like that. So, um, and some of those games you'll be able to play on PC. So I'm actually probably going to invest in that one also. Uh, it's it just worth it, man. It's just worth it. 100% across the board. Sweet. So let's uh, get on to our quick news. Let's and uh, let me roll the music real quick. Oh. 
Okay, let's talk about the new releases real quick that have been announced. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ubisoft had a Ubisoft Forward event. I think that's what they're called. Something like yes. that. I think it's supposed to sound like Leap Forward, but nobody told them that Ubisoft didn't sound like the word Leap. Um, so yeah, at the Ubisoft Forward <laughs> event, I don't even know what it's supposed to sound like. It's supposed to sound like you... You be great forward or something. I don't know. Ubisoft forward. If Ubisoft is a verb, then there you go. Um, so Ubisoft forward, they announced the Prince of Persia uh, remake of Sands of Time was going to come out this January. And a lot of people are very excited about the initial announcement of this because Prince of Persia is a IP that has been left dormant for over 10 years, maybe 15. I'm not really sure. And... Um, it's something that a lot of people would like to see succeed. And uh, they were, needlessly, needless to say, very disappointed when they saw the character models. Now, supposedly this game is built on the same engine that Ubisoft made um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey in. So the textures to the backgrounds and stuff look really great. But a lot of people are saying that the <laughs> character models are looking like PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, faces and uh they don't look that bad but they do look like they are not finished i will say that they don't look like they are where this game needs to be so um hopefully they're not set on those designs if you go watch the trailer you'll see that these faces look very rubbery um very cartoonish um we could have a halo infinite on our hands where they say that they were trying to be more uh, artistic and stylized and look like the original. <laughs> but um, with the backlash about the character models, hopefully they go a little bit more realistic, <laughs> if that is the case, because these character models look very plastic in a world that looks very real. So it, it it's pretty crazy to see. But Prince of Persia is a game to look out for if you're a fan of the series. Did you see this trailer? No, I did not. It's just a bunch of, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, guys in Arabian Nights uh, clothes running around in the desert, jumping in buildings. It's it's nothing special. <laughs> but if you're a fan of the Prince of Persia series, it is pretty cool. Um, I remember right playing on. some of the older ones. It's they're they're kind of like they were kind of like Uncharted, but only in the desert. If you can imagine that, it's kind of like that. Um. But uh, th yeah, they're 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 cool games, and to see one remade is pretty cool. But um, I don't think Ubisoft is thinking this game is as big as it could be. Um, but Ubisoft is smart; they're jumping on the uh, bandwagon of nostalgia because they also announced the uh, re-release of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World that we've been talking about for over a year, and the rumors have been getting higher and higher about them actually re-releasing this game that has been delisted off of digital stores for so long. And uh, we still don't know why it was delisted. That still has not been announced, but uh, it is exciting to see this Scott Pil Pilgrim versus the world complete edition. Fuck announced. Yes. And yes, uh, 
It looks really good. So, dude, I've seen the um, movie. I don't know how many times, dude. I'm, I'm so stupid. I'm such a nerd for this stuff. I, I love the Scott Pilgrim stories, man. I yeah, they're it. really good. And this game is very well made. And it's uh, it's not just hype. the The reason that people love this game is not just because it's not yes. available. So, yeah. Um, this game I actually does use have its own. I actually use one of the characters from uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim, I believe, playing the guitar. And yeah. uh, I use that as one of my <laughs> alerts. Yeah. In my streaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a really a cool game. A lot of streamers game. use it. Yeah. I don't know what its pricing is going to be at. It'd be interesting to see what they announced the pricing of it to be. Hopefully there's new content. Um but uh, it's going to be really cool to see it. So uh, I'm excited for both of those. And uh, those are the new releases that were announced. Um, awesome. Let me jump into some quick news. Um, our small quick stories for the week is um, Fortnite is having an official Switch special edition that looks really dope. If you're a fan of Fortnite, this special edition is awesome. Um, it's a shame that they don't make this many special editions of the Switch for games that people are more fond of. But if you're a fan of Fortnite, um, this is really well made. The back of the actual um, system has a bunch of em- like um, embossed uh, uh, heads of different characters, like tons of Fortnite characters, like the big, the bigger, uh, famouser ones, if that's a word. Famouser is a word. Don't worry about it. Um, and the fronts of the Joy-Cons are like colored to <laughs> Fortnite colors, yellow and blue. And the right Joy-Con has a picture of the battle bus on the home button, which is really cool. And it's just an overall very well-made uh, Switch Special Edition. And um, with as much heat that is around Fortnite, it's kind of funny to see it announced now. But... Um, it it's it's a really well made system, and I'm not gonna lie, it, it looks really good, and um, it, it it's up there with the like the Animal Crossing one and stuff. It's a it's a nice looking special edition. So, uh, if you're a fan of Fortnite, it has that, and it also has I think exclusive skins for if you uh, for when you buy it, you can like probably type in a code. So there's probably people reselling those codes, you know. To be honest, um. But this looks really cool. I believe it comes out in December. I believe that's the date. I could be wrong about that. My memory's pretty bad sometimes. But it's going to come out later this year, and it's the Fortnite Special Edition Switch. So be on the lookout for that. Um, right on. Gosh, I don't even know if I should talk about that. Um, I guess the last thing that I have that's really quick news is that Tony Hawk became the fastest Tony Hawk title to reach a hundred not a hundred to reach a million sales worldwide which is crazy it's a remake of the first two games and it is the fastest selling tony hawk game and that that's really impressive for how bad tony hawk pro skater 5 was um people may have thought that the series was dead but it really isn't and um with them pushing on the uh, nostalgia card Activision uh, did it again with uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 uh, I guess they're 3 for 3 now they have the uh, the Spyro 
and the Crash Bandicoot bundles, and now they have the Tony Hawk one. So the question is, what is their next 90s property that they're going to revive and you know, yeah. make tons of filthy money off of us 30 to 40-year-olds <laughs> <laughs> that grew up with them? I don't know, but we'll, we'll wait and see what the next... The thing is, what else does Activision own? That's from the '90s. That was really big and Gosh, uh, has uh, multiple games. So, yeah, something to and that's just look that's into. a game I think that my brother was into was the Tony Hawk games. Yeah, I never yeah, played I, them. I wore them out. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. my original discs have scratches all over them because I feel like I played them constantly. But um, <laughs> yeah, they were fun games. It's it's right a on. shame because my favorite is Pro Skater Three. Pro Skater 3 yeah, is yeah, always yeah, going to yeah. be my favorite, and it's not in there. But, uh, I mean, I'm excited for Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm just – I just know Activision, and I know that these will go on sale in a couple of weeks. So I'm just – I'm just being a little intelligent about it. I'm not contributing <laughs> to the first 1 million sales. But um, yeah. I, I know that as with the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot sets that are always on sale, this one will be yep, on sale yep. very soon. So I'm oh, just yeah. waiting for that. <laughs> I mean, come Black Friday, it's probably going to be 20 bucks. Probably. Yeah. yeah probably. Uh, online, it's probably going to be in those really good deals of games that just released a month and a half ago. It's probably going to be in there for like 20 to 30. So that's what I'm saving some of my money for is the sales on Black Friday for video games. Because uh, mm-hmm. I am going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to rob those boxes. Oh, yeah. We're so supportive of developers. We're so great. Yeah, um, yeah. What else do you got at news? <laughs> uh, I've got a few quick stories, actually. Um, one of my favorite things, you know, that I love to talk about. What is it? Hackers. People who cheat. In other words, assholes. I need to make you that music. This needs to be a segment. Hacking down on <laughs> cheaters with Mike or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Hacking Putting with an axe hackers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is a great thing, man, and I'm very happy to announce that the Justice Department has uh, brought charges against five Chinese hackers and two Malaysian tech executives. Um, these guys are tied to uh, a six-year uh, six-year onslaught of hacking against multiple uh, companies. Uh, that produce video games. Uh, now, uh, five of these guys that are from China, I'm going to see if I can say these names right, man. Uh, Zhang Haoran, Tan Dailin, Qian Chuan, Fu Kiang, and Jiang Li Zhu. Uh, these guys um, are all responsible for hacking more than 100 entities. Now, with entities, that includes different companies and organizations, which include social networks, uh, you know, telephone companies, schools, uh, charities, all just whatever. Um, these guys are called nation state hackers. Uh, nation state hackers are uh, people from other companies that are uh, from other uh, countries. I'm sorry, that uh, provide attacks on video game companies for organizations that pay them. So it's really kind of crazy. Um, it's a huge industry. Uh, these guys make a lot of money on it. Um, there's a lot of digital currency that's involved. So unfortunately for, as for right now, it's kind of hard to, uh, to track. Uh, but, uh, 
basically it's uh, it's a whole new organization that the Justice Department and the FBI is putting together. Uh, the FBI even has a wanted poster with these five guys on it. Um, they're called the APT 41 group, uh, the five Chinese hackers. So yeah, they went ahead and they've brought, uh, they brought charges against these guys and, um, we'll see what happens. I think that these, that, you know, they're, it's not as easy for these guys to disappear, uh, as it was in the past, uh, with, um, cooperation from some of these, uh, uh, VPNs and IPs. So yeah. It's uh, kind of cool, man. They caught some bad guys. I'm very happy about it. I hate hackers. I hate cheaters. And uh, let's get on to some really cool shit. <laughs> uh, Rocket League, man. That's going to be free to play uh, starting on September 23rd. Um, I've enjoyed Finally. playing it a little bit. What's that? Finally. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't decided if I'm going to play it on PC or if I'm going to play it on Xbox, but I am going to play it again since it is free and uh, give it a try. Um, I'm really not that good at it, but it is a fun game. Uh, they're going to have all sorts of uh, updates that are coming in uh, to the game and uh, there's updated menus. There's changes to some achievements. Uh, there's all sorts of different stuff. Uh, uh, more bot difficulty so that you can practice. Um, I've seen some people that play this game that are grandmaster champions. And some of the things you can do on this game physically uh, with the, uh, you know, making the, the, uh, the car move in the different directions by jumping and whatnot is absolutely amazing. It is a fun game to play a lot of fun. If with a good group of friends, uh, even when you're going against each other, three V three. So uh, yeah, it's going to be free guys on September 23rd. Happy days. Good deals. Yay. Uh, this is kind of a cool be story. A really big move. That's going to be oh, a really yeah. big move for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, because the Switch doesn't have that many titles that are quality free games. That's why Fortnite is so big on the Switch. That's why Paladins. Oh, Rocket um, League's going to take off then. on the Switch. But Rocket League is going to, yeah, Rocket League is going to get big on the Switch now. Yes. Because all the people that didn't want to pay for it are now going to be like, oh, cool. It's free to play, you know. So, oh, that's yeah. going to be Go awesome. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a uh, kind of a really cool story. I was just kind of perusing around uh, about a week ago and looking at some different things. And I found this story about Microsoft. Uh, now, they have a thing where um, uh, they get together and it was back in 2014. It's called the Think Week. And this is where employees... Uh, of Microsoft, it doesn't matter what you do, you congregate together and you talk about new ideas and new things that maybe you were thinking about. And it, they don't care how crazy it sounds in your head, whatever. They're like, let's let's talk about it and see if it's feasible. Well, um, there was a uh, a team uh, called the Project Natick team, and. Um, these guys, that's what they're called now also, is they talked about what about underwater uh, data centers? And they're like, okay, well, you know, that was, you know, that is kind of crazy, but actually it's feasible. So they decided they wanted to go ahead and give it a test for three months, putting a data center uh, underwater. And what they did is they put it over by uh, the Northern Isles. And now this, it 
it actually proved to be a really cool thing because number one, the ocean is a natural cooling uh, uh, setup. So it's basically a, heat, a huge heat sink is what it is. Now, data centers, we, we know they run extremely hot. Um, there's always massive amounts of uh, repairs that have to be done because two of the biggest factors with a data center is the heat and mm-hmm. with and then with corrosion from oxygen to the uh, computer parts. So what these guys did is this thing looks like a huge, like barometric uh, uh, chamber. Um, you know, one of those, uh, it, it looks like a huge freaking compression thing. You know, it's, it's just enormous. And uh, it's sitting on a, it's sitting on a, a stand and it's all steel. It's all, you know, sealed up really nice. Well, they filled it with, uh, um, uh, dry nitrogen they filled the it's a 40 foot pod filled the entire thing with dry nitrogen sealed it up submerged it in the ocean and they had one eighth of the issues that they normally see in a three-month period (laughs) as they do on land one eighth so they said that they have the the ability now by doing this is they're going to throw away all maintenance they're going to seal these suckers up. They're going to link them by like dozens of groups. And they said with dozens of groups of these linked in the ocean, they could sink them, wait five years, pull them out and just replace them. They don't have to maintain them. That's all they have to do. And they could run their entire cloud-based services off of these things in the ocean with no maintenance for five years. And they would run everything faster and more efficiently <laughs> with better reliable service. It's in, it's completely insane, man. It's completely that, insane, yeah, but it, it really it, is. <laughs> but it actually it actually freaking worked. They said you link dozens of these things together and you will be able to run and power the entire full suite of Microsoft Azure cloud services. That is amazing, man. So we're using nature. It's crazy. We're using nature to help us. Um, It's not, you know, necessarily putting off any kind of, you know, it's not putting off any kind of carbon emissions, any kind of heat. Uh, It's not putting off anything like that. It's actually a very great idea if you think about it, because the ocean is going to stay cold as hell down at the bottom. Now we're talking about these guys went a hundred and uh, let's see, how far was this? They submerged it 117 feet beneath the Ork, or around the Orkney Islands in Scotland, which is extremely cold water. And uh, once they cleaned off everything and checked it out, and it's kind of cool because the pod has the the Windows logo on the side of it. (laughs) And they're like power washing all the crap off of it. And this thing looks like it's in excellent shape and it did nothing but its job. It ran extremely efficient. One eighth, one eighth of the issues. They've been testing this for two years. So they've been sinking it for three months, bringing it back up, sinking it for three months, bringing it back up. And they've come to the conclusion that they could literally sink these things, like I said, for five years and uh, have no, no worries. Just replace it. They don't need maintenance. That's just amazing. So that's something that's that's cool, man. It's the future of our internet, you know, uh, that uh, this stuff is going to be going to be happening. So. 
A couple other quick stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that one took a little bit longer. I thought this one was kind of neat. Um, sea of Thieves. Uh, I didn't even know that this was a, a um, an option or an obtainable goal. Being be, Becoming a pirate legend. Okay, I didn't understand that. Um, but two Sea of Thieves players became pirate legends in the game in a single day with, uh, with uh, brand new characters. And... Uh, these guys are veteran players. Okay. And, uh, you know, a lot of people work really hard to get up to the level of pirate legend. And it, it takes a long time. Um, these guys played in just under 22 hours and, uh, they, um, reached level 50 with all three of the trading companies. And they did this in a sloop. Okay, it's the smallest ship in the game. They never got sunk. Mm-hmm. And they did they did one battle. One battle that they had was uh two hours long, and they survived the battle with a galleon and a brig at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it comes out that they hacked in some way, then man, that really sucks. <laughs> but uh uh, from what I understand is they were like, you know what? They, they spotted a galleon and they were like, okay, these guys are going to go clear out the treasure vault. So they decided they were going to go sink the galleon and steal the treasure. <laughs> and um, basically uh, the, the crew responds, they come after them. They follow them for, <laughs> for the next two hours or several hours trying to chase them down. And then uh, towards the end of it all, they ended up uh, getting into this huge, massive fight. And uh, then they spent like about 25 minutes unloading, just unloading treasure, and they didn't even unload all of it. So, yeah, this this is, it's pretty crazy. There's a huge video uh, there's a two part actually. This is a world record. It's called uh, Pirate Legend in a Day. It's on YouTube. Uh, like I said, it comes in two parts. Uh, it is a lot of viewing because it's hours and hours of viewing. But um, if you want to see how it's done, uh, yeah, these guys really knock it out of the park with this uh, Sea of Things, Sea of uh, Sea of Thieves. So yeah. Anyway, um, last yeah, two stories cool. I wanted wanted to talk about Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Uh, had a little bit of an issue last week. Um, they were putting out some emotes that were going to celebrate Hispanic culture. And it just, uh, it didn't exactly turn out how they wanted it to. Uh, they put together one that uh, uh, shows a young lady. She's saying hi, and she's got a sombrero. Another one where she's saying hi, and she's got maracas. And another one where she's saying hi, and she's playing a, uh, uh, a guitar. Well, part of the problem was that uh, people were saying this, you're, you're not representing Hispanic culture. You're representing uh, Mexican culture, you know, and some people are saying this has nothing to do with Hispanic culture. This is just Mexican, like a Mexican food commercial, that kind of thing. So <laughs> there's been a lot of there's been a lot of crap coming out about it and people are not exactly uh, um, happy. And they say that so. uh 
they came out and said, we launched these emote modifiers today as part of our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, but we clearly missed the mark and we apologize. There were These were not an appropriate re- representation of Hispanic and Latin culture, and we've removed them. That was as of uh, September 15th. So uh, obviously this happened a few days ago and they finally took care of it. Uh, now there's some people that are saying, oh, you can't pretend that it never happened and blah, 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 blah. Guys, look, uh, if they made a mistake and they didn't, you know, exactly come across as they were hoping to come across and they took it down, then they've admitted that. So let's see what they make for Hispanic Heritage Month. Hopefully they make something appropriate that everybody likes. And uh, it's between September 15th and October 15th. So, you know, let's hope that they can uh, knock it out and, uh, you know, go from there. Um, knock it out of the park. But, yeah, give them a chance to fix it. But they they did make a mistake. So. Uh, but they, like I said, they they responded to it quickly. Hopefully they'll, uh, it'll be good. Um, you may not have heard about this guy. Um, have you heard about FaZe Jarvis, Fortnite player who got banned? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, this Is he part was, of FaZe? Uh, yeah, actually he was. Um, this was part, this was back <laughs> in November of 2019. Um, and, I'm, you know, this guy, he was pretty upset. Um, he was making YouTube videos and uh, playing Fortnite, and he was been issued a lifetime ban by the game's creators, Epic Games. This was back in no, uh, November 2019, uh, following public use of cheating hacks. Um, he posted an apology video right after that, and he explained that he got banned after using aimbots, um, and uh, that was, you know, basically increasing his shooting accuracy. Well, that's what his videos were about. His videos were about, hey, you know, watch me. I'm, I'm cheating. And isn't this funny? You know, blah, 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 blah. Um, so his his uh, uh, his statement was that it was obvious that he made a massive mistake. And of course, he would never think about doing anything like that again. Um, when he was making the videos, he never thought about the consequences that could happen from making those videos. He just thought he was entertaining people. Uh, so. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't able to play Fortnite. Well, he just came out and uh, this was good Lord. This was just a week ago, too. And so he puts out a tweet and it says it's been nearly a year since Epic banned me tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm playing Fortnite for the first time back on Twitch. See you there. That's September 11th of 2020. Okay. Now, he was banned in November, and this is September. So it has not been a year, and they said it was a lifetime ban, okay? Now, he said he would be playing Fortnite, and he's going to go ahead and do this stupid stuff. So he he, (laughs) um, uh, had all of his information on his streamer name and everything else. All that stuff was blacked out, okay? So it was basically he was like taunting them, if you ask me. It took around 15 minutes and they found him and they banned him live on stream. He was never unbanned. So I don't know what he was expecting to have happen. It doesn't make any sense. You know, and there's a lot of people that are saying, oh, it was this, this and this. Now he came out and he said he staged the stream, that it wasn't real. Uh, There's a lot of people that think it was uh, that. Obviously, it was a publicity stunt. He was trying to become relevant again in uh, in the chatter among the internet. And uh, so obviously he was trying to do that, but he is starting to say now that it was, it was a, uh, 
just a, a fake account that he wasn't actually playing um, and blah, blah, blah. So, but it, it it's really kind of stupid. It may have gotten him into the spotlight, but the problem is that he basically, he's poking the bear. Now, these guys have banned you from the game and you're, you're associated with FaZe, which number two, that makes that company look bad because you're still under the name of FaZe Jarvis and you're making that team look stupid in my eyes because you're part of the problem. You would think that these guys who uh, uh, these kids who play games look up to because this is a 19 year old, 20 year old kid, you know, who yeah. who's who's acting like a 19 year old kid. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what he's doing. There's a lot of 19 year olds out there that are very mature and they're very intelligent, very respectful and irresponsible people. This isn't one of them. OK, he's not somebody that these guys need to be looking up to. He's basically using cheats, whatever. If he can play and get on there eventually and be able to play a game without any cheats and he's one of the best in the world, then cool. Cool. Then he deserves all the viewers he gets, but he doesn't deserve viewers. He doesn't deserve the sponsorships or any of that kind of crap for being a cheater and for being stupid. You know, he poked the bear. He got banned. He shouldn't have screwed with Epic. He shouldn't have tweeted that. He shouldn't have streamed it. And if he wants mm-hmm. to claim that it was fake, well, dude, too bad. So sad. You can claim it was fake all you want. It sure looked real. So the bottom line is you got what you deserved. You got what you deserve. You reap what you sow. That's all there is to that. And that's what really grinds my gears. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's one of those things where he's basically trying to say that um, it was a joke. And yeah. um, it was, I mean, if you say, hey, What's, you shouldn't ban me because when I was cheating, it was a joke. That's what almost every cheater would say. If you said, yeah, I wasn't hey, really cheating. I only I acted to like I was cheating. That's what everyone <laughs> would say. I mean, at the end of the day, I even if he was trying to show off um, how dumb cheating is, if he was even yes. trying to do that, at the same time, it's really no better than someone who's hiding it <laughs> and basically right. having the same attitude about it because You're, yeah. um, you can't say he wasn't enjoying doing it because it was entertainment. Maybe he was enjoying yep. it for different reasons, but um, I guess like we we're talking about ethical background reasons, but I mean, on the surface level, what you're actually streaming is you cheating and having a good time which is no different from someone who's cheating and having a good time, but just not telling people that they're cheating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, yes. it's, it's he really just no different about on the surface level. Right. It's, it's the same thing. And you don't yeah. show people how to cheat. You don't exactly. educate people how to do it the wrong way. It's funny to say that because we were just going over some, because the quarantine, we we're having a bunch of homeschooling, but. Uh, we were just going over some like math tutorial videos. We were laughing at how counterproductive they are because they taught you all the wrong ways to do math before they told you how to do it the correct way. I was like, and this I is just going to make people forget. <laughs> I was like, this is going to make people remember how to do it the wrong way. Why did you just tell them how to well, do it the right way? <laughs> well, welcome to training. Let me show you what not to do. That concludes <laughs> that is, training for today. Right. You got to <laughs> do everything that. but this. What the, the problem is 
the attention span of people is so short that you're going to lose them by the time you start talking about how to do something correctly. Your only time What's to get it? their attention is at the beginning. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you almost what had you, me. What were you saying? <laughs> Nothing. Um, there was one thing I wanted to end with was as of right now, when we're recording this podcast, the day after the PlayStation event, almost every retailer that has PlayStation five pre-orders is already sold out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you don't already have one and you're listening to this, um, you may have to wait till they reach store shelves because pre-orders are already like gone. Oh yeah. See, and that's so. the thing too. Every time pre-orders are not going to tell you anything. So, you know, people need to understand that that we're not going to know <laughs> who, who, what the hell the sales really are for months, man, because we're not going to know anything at least, at least for four or five weeks. We're not going to know any real numbers. Uh, we're always because both of these things are just going to the pre-orders are going to be crazy and there's yeah. going to be delays and there's going to be all that shit, just like there is every single time. But wow, you're man, talking be- like this is exit polls for. <laughs> well, it's the, the truth, election. though. If you think about it, when it comes to console wars, that's exactly how it is, dude. It's exactly how it is. You won't know unless it's a landslide. And unfortunately, we won't know until later on. I mean, just like it is in the damn elections. I hate that crap, dude. It's like, nah, man, just tell me. Just tell me. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. No, they still have to vote. Shit. Yeah. So you got to wait. But yeah, I think uh, I think within five, six weeks, we'll know some decent numbers. But yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm really interested to see what happens, because, of course, like we say, you know, those first pre-sales, man, they go through. They go through the roof. We're talking about billions of people on this planet. So. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Gonna be nuts. <laughs> so I guess that's all we have for this week. If you were you done with your news, did I just catch you? Yeah, off? man. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll catch y'all next week with more fun-filled gaming news. Hopefully, more developments. I'm hoping the Xbox comes down even cheaper. Now that would be really <laughs> awesome. But uh, what, what we can only stay tuned. The thing is, Xbox hasn't even officially had like a presentation with their new pricing. They did that fake leak, you know, so. Well, and I think that that's probably going to be also you're, you're probably right, because what they're going to do is they're going to come out. And they're going to give us the prices, but they're also going to up their release date. I think that's going to happen here and probably within this week. Yeah, I, I hope could the be, prices keep going down until they're free with purchase of a game. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's by Black Ops uh, Cold War and you get a free PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll catch you all next week. And uh, remember, it's not the newest news in gaming. Unless it's new to us. <laughs> <laughs>